Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Hope is defined as a concept that suggests a greater emotional component than mere expectation. And it's seen as an active process of conscious and unconscious reasoning. Hope is special because it is intrinsically linked with the idea of caring. It's sustaining a sense of faith that becomes crucial in a time of uncertainty and when dealing with adversity. And I want to clarify that hope is not optimism. Optimism itself is the belief that everything will work out, whereas hope is a more active mindset and feeling that you have to work at in order to achieve your goals, despite the fact that sometimes our circumstances will be a pain in the ass. And hope itself has two systems of operation that work together, one being the emotional or feeling part of hope, and that typically manifests as a sense of trust or caring or being cared for that comes from outside and is typically based on a relationship with the world and life and all of the people in it. But on the other hand of the emotional part is the thinking portion of hope, which is more related to the will or the agency in which we approach the pathway for action to get to our desired outcome. Hope itself helps us remain committed to our goals, and it keeps us motivated to take action towards doing something anything. Hope is what gives us a reason to keep fighting and believing that our current circumstances might improve, despite the fact that life is unpredictable. 
and human existence cannot be planned for. As psychologist and renowned hope researcher Charles Snyder said so eloquently, a rainbow is a prism that sends shards of multicolored light in various directions. It lifts our spirits and makes us think of what is possible. Hope is the same, a personal rainbow of the mind. According to Snyder's definition, hope is a positive cognitive state based on a sense of successful, goal-oriented, goal-directed determination and planning to meet those goals. In other words, hope is the snapshot of our current goal-directed thinking, which highlights the motivated pursuit of goals and the expectation that those goals can and will be achieved. While some approaches conceptualize hope in the realm of being, that is, acknowledging hope during illness, whereas Snyder emphasize the relevance of hope in the context of doing, that is, the capacity to achieve goals. And according to Snyder's hope theory in 1991, hopefulness is a life-sustaining human strength comprised of three distinct but related components. One is your goals thinking. That's the clear conceptualization of your valuable goals. Two is pathways thinking the capacity to develop specific strategies to reach those goals. And three is agency thinking, the ability to initiate and sustain the motivation for using those strategies. Hope does not fade in the face of adversity. And unfortunately, no one human is exempt from experiencing painful and challenging life events. So hope is what fosters an orientation to life that allows us a grounded and optimistic outlook, even though life sucks sometimes. So when we consider Charles Snyder's hope theory in these three distinct parts, it becomes very clear that having a goal is the cornerstone of hope. Goals can be big or small and are typically related to the context of the thing we are hoping to either accomplish or avoid. But in my experience and understanding, having something else to focus on away from you, whether it's accomplishing a big goal or just surviving the next few days. It makes showing up for all the bullshit that comes with waiting out the next few days or accomplishing that goal so much easier. Because bullshit's gonna happen. Sometimes roadblocks will pop up. But if I've already established a goal or a destination to be hopeful for, then the essential art of problem solving doesn't feel so tedious. Getting through all the shit that I have to get through doesn't feel so painful because it just becomes a pathway towards the thing I was hopeful for. So while hope certainly involves our emotions, hope itself is not an emotion. It is a way of thinking or a state of being, which means it can be taught, it can be learned, and it can be honed. When I was younger, I used to think that having hope was like putting out a wish to the universe. But as I get older, I realize that hope is more active. Unlike wishes, hope is typically the shit that you recognize your own place in. Like, you know you have some control over your actions, and by believing or having faith in the possibility of your goals, some part of you also recognizes that there are pathways you can take to get you closer to them, which can give you a sense of hope and purpose, even if it's just in how we respond. I did want to share one example of hope theory in practice because seeing things in context can be really helpful for me and I imagine I'm not the only one. But let's imagine for a moment that John is severely depressed and he's been in bed for three days. 
And he's been struggling to do the basics at this point. So he knows it's not realistic to set himself up for failure. Instead, he sets a goal to be just a little more active today, which brings us to the second stage in hope theory, agency. And this is a difficult one because having willpower while you're depressed can feel nearly impossible. It's a good thing John knows good things will happen when he starts taking small actions. Which brings us to the third aspect of hope theory, and that is the pathways. John fully recognizes that he's going to feel better once he gets up, but he also recognizes that it's going to be hard. But by simply setting those goals for himself, he provided himself with a pillar of hope, a lighthouse in a dark, dark, depressive world, And this beacon is there to remind him that good things can, do, and will come from small actions. But a big portion of realistic hope is having those pathways. So by having the hope that he'll eventually feel better from tiny actions, John can start implementing tiny actions. Maybe he says, when this episode is over, I'm going to stand up and stretch. Or, next time I have to pee, I'm going to shower. Or, next time I get up to go to the fridge, I'm also going to call a friend. Point is, by simply believing he could feel better, John gave himself a goal. And by giving himself a goal that he knew was achievable, he began to light a little fire of hope. So, if you didn't guess already, I am John. John is me. And in John's experience, when everything feels like a struggle, simply remembering that it didn't always or it doesn't always have to can often be enough of a spark to give yourself that lighthouse that you've been looking for. Just make sure when you feel that spark of hope, you actually tend to the fire so that it can sustain you and keep you warm throughout the process. As always, research and resources are linked in the show notes. And it's been a while since I asked, but I would love it if you could rate this show five stars, share an episode with a friend, Every effort means the world to me, and it really does make a huge difference. So I really appreciate those of you who already have or are about to. I appreciate you, and I love you. And I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 